You're listening to Coffee Notes Podcast with Dr. Jill and Emily P. For joining me today, it is just me, Dr. Jill, running the show today. Talking of running, that is the topic of today's podcast. Uh, always miss M though when she can't join me. But uh, this podcast is a special one close to my heart because I'm a lover of running myself, and I'm particularly excited to be interviewing a runner today about her journey with running. So today I'm going to be chatting with Kirsty, and I met Kirsty at our local running group. So a big shout out to the Morton Bay Road Runners there. And Kirsty is a 36-year-old mother of two. She has a nine-year-old daughter and a six-year-old son. She spends her days elbow deep in mum duties. Can completely relate to that. Working full time as a senior vendor advisor in a government contract team. That sounds interesting studies her Bachelor of Business in Logistics and Supply Chain Management, no stopping her, and balances it all with her mental escape. And she uses running um, to escape that. And the trails is where she feels most at peace, completely relate to that too as a trail lover. So after being diagnosed with postnatal depression after the birth of her daughter, and she was terrified of spiraling after her son arrived. So she found running which became her reprieve from the dark vortex and has now become a constant love in her life. And I just feel so many people are going to relate to Kirsty today. And she's here. Kirsty, hi. Thank you so much. So great to have me today. Running is one of my favourite topics and coupled with talking about mental health, uh, I think we're both in our element here today. Yeah. So I'm going to be uh, asking a, a few questions today to really find out about your running journey. And I know that this is a question, a very basic question, but I am curious is to know how long you've been running for? Um, so I've been running for about only five years at this stage. Um, but the whole journey towards finding running, I guess, started long before that. Um, so it kind of started, I guess I'll go into the journey as such, but, um, yeah, so it all started after my daughter was born. Um, you know, I grew up really active, really sporty as a kid. I love sports. I love team sports, everything about being active. Um, and then when I fell pregnant with my first, I became, I guess, quite sedent sedentary. Um, and then when Bronte did arrive um I don't know I guess I just lost myself in a way as you do as a parent um you become so used to being able to do whatever you want to do whenever you want to do it and then all of a sudden you can't um and I found that transition really really difficult um for me so um I don't know, where do how, I go? How long did it take for you to, because you were running prior to your pregnancies, is that? No, right? I was before after the sports. So how long after your, um, did, your pregnancies did you get into running? Was it a, um, it a slow yeah. journey? Or yeah, because you already, yep. It wasn't until after Flynn. 
Um, so I spent a lot of time after Bronte um, just really lost and it took, it would have been, she was about 11 months old until I was actually diagnosed with postnatal depression. I didn't know that I had something wrong. I didn't know that that was a thing. I just knew that I wasn't enjoying being a mother. Um, I was really, really struggling connecting with her. Um, and I know it sounds weird. Every, I, I don't know, everyone when they have a child kind of says, you know, oh, I fell in love as soon as I saw them. I didn't get that feeling with Bronte. Um, and I guess I feel really, always felt really guilty about that. And anyway, oh, the that, mother's guilt, it is a thing. It is a yeah. thing, isn't it? Yeah, and it actually took my husband one night who just pulled me up on it and said, did you, do you even want to be a mother? And it was at that point when I realised something's really not right. So that's when I went and um, got some help and was diagnosed with postnatal depression. And at that, that stage, I'd gone up two clothes sizes. I was miserable. I wasn't moving. Um, you know, there was a lot of me lost. I was just this person raising this baby that I couldn't connect with. That was really who I was. Um, so then I kind of, around, actually around that time, um, I was in this really cool playgroup with this group of women who I adore. I absolutely love to this day. We've all kind of gone our own little ways since playgroup. But um, we started this mummy boot camp, I guess you could call it, at night time. And one of our mum's husbands was actually a PT. So he ran this mummy boot camp for us. And it was really cool. That was the probably the turning pivotal point for me where I thought, holy moly, I can see little bits of myself again. Um, and I loved those nights. I think I just hung out every week for those nights when us mums could get together and with no kids and just laugh and whinge about what Jed was getting us to do. And it was just nice to hang out. Um, and then from there, I started one-on-one -on -one PT with Jed. Um, and that, I think that single-handedly is what saved me. So with, with the postnatal depression journey, um, I didn't want to get medicated. You know, I know it has its place and everyone has their own opinions, but just for me, I felt uncomfortable. So my we worked with um, diet and exercise first before going down that route um, and that's why I really I think clung on to this exercise boot camp type thing um, so I kept going on with um, training with Jed and it was amazing I felt incredible I felt like me there was little snippets of me coming back um, and then I fell pregnant with Flynn um, and that was oh, let's just say this is allergies <laughs> Um, Take your time. Yeah, and I think, I don't know, I've never told anyone, but the moment I fell pregnant with Flynn, I was petrified, completely terrified that what I'd, the little tiny steps I'd done to get little bits of me back after Bronte would just vanish and it would just go back to the way it was. So I, um, I kept training with Jed um, just purely for that mental health thing to try and keep fit and active and keep doing things for me um, and I had a really good pregnancy I was you know I didn't put on much weight I like I did with Bronte um, yeah it, it was a much easier pregnancy 
And then so you, during that pregnancy, you continue to work out with your PT as, as well. Yeah. Do you think that made a difference for 100%. you? Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, with Bronte, I did nothing. I was really sedentary. I didn't move at all. Um, but yeah, definitely having that consistent moving of my body and um, that definitely helped, not just for my physical strength for my pregnancy, but my mental health was a million times better because of that. And I forever am thankful for Jed for that. That, yeah, one of the best things in that period of my life. Um, and then Flynn came along and I kept seeing Jed. And I also at the same time found this mummy boot camp that was happening in a park. It was during the daytime, so I could take Flynn. Um, he ended up just being my weight because I couldn't put him down. <laughs> he would just scream, um, which was fine. He he loved it. Um, so, yeah, I, I made a conscious effort to keep exercising. Um, and after Flynn was born, um, my sister at the time was really into running and she had a running group. She lives up in Mackay. Um, she had yeah, a group that she would run with and she'd always post pictures on Instagram of how amazing it looked and they all looked so happy and whatever and I and she was training for a half marathon and these crazy you know races that I just could never dream of even thinking that was possible to do um and then there was a where did it start there was a um the Capricorn Coast Running Festival um it's up in Yapoon and my sister had registered to do a half marathon up there and um I, with, you know, a newborn, thought, okay, I can do that. <laughs> and um, so I registered for, it was for the following year. So Flynn would have been just over one. Um, and, yeah, I signed up for this half marathon, having never run more than maybe three kilometres at a time. Um, and, yeah, I started running with the pram. Now that's um, hard work. <laughs> Oh, I, I haven't had to run with a pram, but I know that, yeah. I, and at part time, I'm always overtaken by the pram runner too. I, my hat goes off to anyone that, any, anyone that runs with a pram. It, it's incredible. Yes. Oh, actually, funny you mentioned park run because that's where I started running. Oh, um, wow. So I... I went down with the pram and with Ben, my husband, and Bronte, and both kids were in a pram, and we're we were walking with little bouts of running to start with, and um, I think single-handedly it was the park run atmosphere and the people there that got me hooked. I just was looking around, and even though I was walking most of the time, um, you just look around at park run, and I've never seen an unhappy park runner. They like the that vibe. is true. <laughs> yeah. As anyone yeah. that doesn't know what parkrun is, it's a free uh, weekly timed event on Saturdays at 7am. So you can look up parkrun.com.au and find your local parkrun and you will be welcomed with open arms. And you don't have to run it, it, you can walk it too. And I know that that's a lot of a misconception a lot of the time that parkrun is only for runners, but it's it's for everyone. Oh, it's for so much more. That's what I love about it. Um, you go there, you see everyone from every ability walking. There were people coming just to cheer people on. There was an old um, there's an old man at North Lakes 
who he used to come down and sit on the park bench and he yes. would wave everyone as they ran past. He was everyone's cheerleader. He's wonderful. Yeah. He puts a yeah. smile on everyone's face. Yeah. And that, that's, yeah, it's a whole community thing. Um, I'm so incredibly thankful for Park Run. It's an amazing community initiative. Um, and it started really slow. I only went to a couple here and there um, because Flynn was quite a, he was a difficult baby. Um, he didn't sleep much and he cried if he wasn't on me. But um, um, so I was, yeah, few and far between. But once I started being able to run without the pram um, and I could go down Saturday mornings on my own because I, you know, didn't have to feed and could get away from the kids, um, that's when the, like, I think my love of running for me started because I found this whole thing that, um, like I'm not, I wasn't good at it. I wouldn't call myself, you know, a runner. I was more, a, I call myself a juffler. It's a cross between jogging and shuffling. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's when it really clicked for me that, holy moly, this is my thing that is for me, that makes me feel amazing. So I can bring my whole self back home. Um, and that, that's just beyond amazing for me. So but run, um, running your non-negotiable. It's something yeah. that you've grown to love and you find that now it's something you can't go with without within reason we all know rest days coach if you're listening yes we appreciate our rest days and our stretching yeah definitely (laughs) yeah it is my it's my escape it brings me back to my center which is and it's running by the water is just it's something amazing about that (laughs) yeah so we are lucky where we we live uh Kathy and I we live near the water and our group run sessions are down by the water too. So yes, we're very lucky. Yeah. <laughs> Thursday nights, it's amazing being run, able to run along there. Um, and then, okay, so I'll go back to that first half marathon. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it like quickly, doesn't it? Just, you know, you were saying, you know, I could run 3K and I did the 5K um, park run and then, oh, it escalates. Here we go, half marathon, marathon next. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I um, we all went up. My whole family was there, actually. My mum and my dad and my sister and all her kids and my husband, my kids. So it was a really cool family holiday. Um, I think my mum did a 5K and my dad did a 5K. So they all entered in different races. Um, yeah, so I did the half marathon. Um, Flynn was oh, just mm. over one. Um, and it was the race. It was hard. I've probably walked a lot. But um, that finish line feeling just hooked me. It instantly got me. And just not so much for me, but also looking around, seeing everyone else who was crossing the line, just this look on their, I don't know, it's hard to explain the look of people who have accomplished their little personal goals. I just, it, yeah, I loved, absolutely loved every single you finished on a, a runner's high and, you know, you, you would have got a medal for that event too and it's always nice to see that bit of bling as a, a reward as well. But, yes, you're, you're surrounded by other people who have that sense of accomplishment as well. Yeah. And it's a great feeling and you can get to celebrate that together. And, and you don't know these people, but you're surrounded by lovers of running. That, that, that We've all just completed our race against yeah. ourselves essentially and we're all we've all won that's that's how we all act don't we when we finished the race we've all we've all won it we finished 
that's that's exactly right. That's what I love. It doesn't matter if you're first or last. You've still won. You've done your own race. I I absolutely love that about it. Um, yeah, and then well, so after so after that, um, <laughs> things escalated a lot. I joined tri. I started doing triathlons. So I went and bought the fancy bike and the swimsuit and all the gadgets that go along with it. And I did a few mini triathlons. I did one at Bribey and one at Stradbroke. Um, and then I realised I really hated cycling. <laughs> so I sold the bike. I didn't mind swimming in a pool. I didn't, not a fan of ocean swimming. Um, <laughs> so that was about six months of me thinking I'm a triathlete, which was hilarious. Um, and then, yeah, I skipped back to the running and park run became more regular after that. Um, and I had started entering more races, um, like Jetty to Jetty and all the local little runs around town. Um, and then I can't remember where I was. I think I started doing Spartan races with um, ben does them too, so we do them together. Um, and the the running in like the bush and doing that, you know, that type of scene really, really appealed to me. Um, and that's where I kind of think I got into trail running. Um, I can't remember what my first trail run was now I think of it. Oh, I can't remember. I think it might have been BOR at night, to be honest went straight into a night run. <laughs> wow. I'm so which, used to do a night run. And you had your little torch, head torch. and yeah, Which was it, not bright enough. I couldn't see a thing. Um, so I had to so try. you definitely learned a lot along the way. You picked up tips and tricks from other runners along the way. Yeah. That's the best yeah. way to do it is, is the people you're running with. You, you know, you find out all sorts of things, not just about solving the world's problems, but also how to be a better runner and, and make sure you have a comfortable run. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I'd try and run near people with a bright light just so I could see where I was going. I had no idea what we were doing. Because every when you're on a trail run, every stick looks like a snake. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there's spiders everywhere that yeah. Yes. Yes. Least you think it's a spider. Um and then yeah, I've since then I've yeah, just grown to absolutely love the trails. I yeah, that's my favourite place to run, either next to the water or in the trails. I just yeah, absolutely love it. So I've joined up um, last year. It all started to escalate again, as it does. And I did my first 30K trail run in May wow. last year. Well done. Um, yeah, it was amazing, that BTU 30. So it's half through Mount Cutha in Brisbane and then half through the city where you run down through the football stadium to Kangaroo Point. It was a really good mix, actually, if anyone wants to hit up BTU 30. It's a great race. Um, and then I joined the SEQ Trail Series as well. So I've signed up for all those races. I think there's two more to go in that series. Um, and then what are we doing this year? This year. Yeah, I was going to ask, what is your next event? Yeah, well, there's these two um, friends of mine who we've, one of them I used to work with and the other lady, um, we met through Instagram and the three of us have just like Jodie and Karen, we've just become trail buddies. We adore each other. We love going out to the trails together. Um, yeah. It's one of our favorite things to do. And we kind of set crazy goals together. We'll just 
I don't know, someone will say something and we're like, yeah, let's do it. So this year we're doing our first ultra. We're going to do Black Hole 50. Oh, excellent. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just, yeah, absolute madness. But I wouldn't think of doing it with anyone else but them. Um, so that's the big one in October. Um, what I'm doing BTU 30 again this year um, just to do better than last year. I just want to beat my time. Um, I've got a coach now, so he's going to coach me through all them, which is amazing. I don't know how I've run without a coach, if that makes sense. Like I just used to go for a run, never done the interval and um, different types of running. And it's really, really changed the way I run this year. I feel like this year is just this new chapter in running. Um, and the Moreton Bay Road Runners, I joined them end of October. Um, and yeah, that's really changed the way the way that I look at running now as well. So it's sort of becoming more, I wouldn't say serious, but I'm more taking it from recreational to seeing just how far I can actually push myself. Yeah. So would you recommend um, runners out there who aren't part of a, a running group is to find one in their local area even if they're just wanting to run for fun like me oh absolutely yeah yeah it was I wouldn't say like running's kind of a lonely sport it can be um and I found last year with doing all the trails and then the um, training runs for those trails it's really lonely and I um didn't really enjoy it so I started losing that you know the happiness I would get after running um, but yeah, since joining the run club and just being able to meet with a group once a week of people who love running, that's really brought back my love for it. And I, yeah, yeah. So hundred percent look for a run group that, yeah, be the best thing ever. Yeah. Or go to park run because that really boosts your spirits too. Yes. And you, you get a, an email at the end of every park run and there's different, um, there's a 5k app where you can do the different challenges for park runs. Um, yeah. so if you haven't seen the 5k app look it up on your app store because um, yeah that's, that's a, a good way to stay motivated yeah well. exactly I'm starting to do that alphabet so we'll see how many letters of the alphabet I can get on that challenge but um, yeah it keeps you accountable too yeah yeah and you know there's so many different people that you can meet through parkrun and then you see them at different parkruns and you can do parkrun touristing yeah so many different things yeah, and it's even it flowed work. Um, we have called like it's like a it's called Yammer. It's like a Facebook page where all your work people can talk. There's a parkrun group on there now. And oh wow, excellent! Yeah, we all go on there and talk about where we're going to go on the weekend, and even people from work now meet up together at different parkruns. So it's really it's combining, you know, work and home life, which is really cool. Yeah, it's just got such a community feel like connection and, and belonging doesn't it and you know we say that you can run walk maybe you like um but there's also volunteering opportunities we're always when I say we parkrun's always looking for volunteers and I know that I got a lot of satisfaction out of volunteering uh just as much as if I did the run itself because you're helping out and giving back to the running community so I highly recommend that and there's so many different roles and every one is supportive. You don't need any experience to do those roles. 
No, exactly. So, I'll bring my kids down. Um, yeah, when I when I can't run park run because they don't really want to run it. And yeah, we volunteer <laughs> together. We either scan the barcodes or take photos or just being there. Even my kids love it. How do you schedule your running time around two children now? Um, I know that you know being part of a, a running mums Australia. They have great tips on their Facebook group. And just when I go running with some of those ladies, you know, you pick up tips along the way. But as a mum of, of two, how do you schedule time to make sure that you get your non-negotiable, which is running? Um, with a lot of organised chaos. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I have my set days where I have my, I go to see a PT on Tuesdays, run club Thursdays, park run Saturdays. So they're the three constants. Um, and then I, we kind of work it in with Ben, Ben's work and um, him going to the gym and things like that. And somehow it just works. So the way our um, work is, I do the kids in the morning and he finishes early enough to do pickup. So I'm kind of free in the afternoons, which is a really big help. And then we just, we just juggle it somehow. Make it work. And that's yeah. prioritising, you know, family life, but also with the things that make you a better a person or in a better mum. Yeah. It's exactly. important, isn't it, having time for you as well because you're not necessarily running with your children. Like you said, you know, say with my kids, they're not runners. They love sport but not, not running. So it is scheduling that timing and, and, and finding. It's like a, a, a balancing act to get um, time to, to schedule it all in between work, extracurricular activities for the kids, pick up, drop off, and, yeah. you know, there's so many different things and everyone's got the same number of hours in, in their week. So it's, it's like you said, it's organised chaos. I love, I love yeah, that. It is. It, so is, I... it, it just captures it. <laughs> Yeah, so I have a treadmill too that I admittedly don't use as much as I probably should, but that's another option if I want to. Um, but, yeah, this year I've also taken on managing my son's soccer team. So that starts soon. <laughs> What's sure another thing on your plate, Kirsty? What's another thing? I know. I don't know how it's all going to work. but um, Well, we'll if you that. want something done, you ask a busy person. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, apparently. I'll say yes. <laughs> so. You've found a few benefits from running regularly, including, you know, it, um, your time. It, it, it's something that's made you feel good, especially that, that runner's high that we're always after. Mm-hmm. And I know that when I go running, um, I use it as time to gather my thoughts. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a writer, so when I hit writer's block, I don't worry about it. I just go for a run and that fixes it. Yeah. What are some other running benefits from running that you have found? Yeah. Well, for me, I find running as a time I literally don't think. <laughs> I crank the music. I yeah. Run with music all the time, um, and I yeah, I just don't think because my brain is constantly on, and it's the only place. It's like my meditation, I suppose. I find it hard to meditate. Yeah. Um, I've tried, you know, many times to properly sit down and meditate, but um, I just I can't switch off. And somehow when I'm running with the music blaring, 
that's not a thought in my head. And it gives you that, you know, brain some space from the yeah. business of the outside world. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it amazing yeah. how we both use running in a, a different way to help ourselves? Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, if I, you know, I use it to also, um, if I'm working on something and I, that's where my best ideas come from is, is a good run. Yeah. And, you know, and social runs, they're great too because, you know, I always say, oh, yes, we've been out on a social run and we've solved the problems of the world. Uh, but we do, you know, we gather so much information on those social runs as well. And then, like you said, running can be a, a lonely sport. So it's getting out of it what you want to get out of it. Yeah, exactly. And, like, I, I find a really good mix between the social runs and the solo runs. Um, so if I'm at a point in life where I'm just super overwhelmed, I'm done and just want to check out, I'll go escape the trails for a whole day completely by myself. And in those runs, I won't have any music. I'll just listen to the birds and the trees and the wind. And those runs in particular are the ones that I really get amazing mental health benefit from. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I'll be at absolute breaking point, and after that, I'll just feel this amazing renewed way of calm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what would you tell someone who would like to get into running? Yeah, um, but doesn't know where to start. What would be your advice to to them? I know that you've already said, "Yep, start slow." Oh, yeah. <laughs> number one tip. Yeah, that's a great tip. Yeah, um, I would probably recommend either joining a running club or just go to parkrun and go for a walk, bring your dog, bring your kids. Um, that's honestly what started it for me. I don't think I would have took on running if I didn't go to parkrun. Um, just the fact that you don't have to go and run and be the world's fastest runner and things like that and the inclusivity of it really is what got me hooked. Um, but, yeah, definitely finding like-minded people who love running is a really good that's a really good benefit for me too and my Instagram page so I I have my own private Instagram page but my sister actually had a running Instagram page this is way back when I started that first half marathon and I was like oh I'm going to get a running Instagram page and I'm going to be cool like everyone else and um, I think it started off first because it's always been pigeon pair but I think um, it was like pigeon pair mum fitness journey or something like that. And it's just kind of grown from our mummy boot camp years. And now it's into a running one. And I've really found the Instagram community is amazing. The running community on there is so supportive and encouraging. And that's where I've met a lot of people who are like-minded and keep me accountable and make me realise that I don't have to be you know, the fastest runner in the world. I just have to love what I'm doing and that's okay. Absolutely. Yeah. So where can our find, listeners find you if they would like to follow your running journey? Um, so my Instagram handle is pigeonpearmum.run. Yes. And, and there's lots of very nice trial running photos. I do like your photos. Oh, I love an event photo. <laughs> I, <really do. laughs> I think we all love our, you know, event photos yes yeah I look for the photographers and I'll like plan my pose it's yeah it's hilarious (laughs) 
Well, good luck on your next event. And I just really appreciate you, Kirsty, sharing your journey, running journey with me today and, you know, sharing the insight into how running has helped you because I know that can, you know, be difficult. And, and for our listeners, uh, if it did, um, you know, if you feel that you do need support and something has triggered you today, I will pop a... Um, a list of supports on our Instagram post uh, for this episode today as well. So if you feel like you need to reach out for support, uh, there are those contacts there. So thank you so much, Kirsty. I have just loved chatting uh, with you and about one of my favourite topics of running. So um, Take care, everyone. Next week, Em and I will be back. We're going to be doing our Ask a series where we'll be interviewing people from different professions. So watch out for those Instagram posts and who will be uh, interviewing. And if you've got any questions that you would like to ask them, please email us. And if you've got a topic that you would like to share, uh, please email us at coffeenotespodcast at gmail.com. Have a lovely week, everyone. Thank you so much again, Kirsty. You're welcome. I can't wait to go running with you again soon. Yes, run club. You're listening to Coffee Notes podcast. Thank you for joining us. Have a great week.